0: Magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst.
1: And I'm Natasha Levenger.
0: And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives.
1: Yay! Hello! (laughs) Hello! Welcome to the podcast. Yes, hello everybody. I feel like I always say yay every time, but... It just feels like good. it's the appropriate it. response to yeah. how I feel about the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Yay, we're here. Oh, I just realized, oh, that doesn't matter. Um, uh, that's about our questions. I have to pull them up. Oh, I have them. Oh, you do. Okay, great. Yes. Um, so let's check in as usual. <laughs> I don't remember what the cards were. Will oh, you, you know what me? I did
0: last week? I took notes. You know what? I think I saw you
1: <laughs> taking notes. <laughs> but I thought you took notes every time because I see you writing things down sometimes. No, I do, but
0: I don't always take notes on the cards, on the draw. cards I'm still, yeah. you know, getting it down. Still yeah, a new podcast. I mean,
1: I'm not even <clears throat> remembering them. <laughs> but, so it, yeah, go ahead. So you want me to tell you what the cards I, are? I really do, yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> please tell me. So, <laughs> So you drew from the Akashic Tarot oracle the uh-huh. one of roses which is commitments
1: oh. oh do you know what's funny is sometime last week remember last week we both couldn't remember what i drew from that deck like yeah. like three days ago i suddenly remembered what the card was oh how funny it just popped into your yeah. head it was building a <laughs> nest I was like, oh, that's that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's funny. Okay. So I drew
0: commitment. Okay. Yes. And then I drew from the Star Tarot the chariot. Oh.
1: Yeah. That seemed so, um, uh, not prosperous. Optimistic. It seems so. What's the word when. Auspicious. Thank you. Yes. Hey, auspicious is kind of like optimistic and. (laughs) Um, um the other word I said oh, maybe gosh. that's why I knew what you were <laughs> yeah <making. laughs> okay don't worry I'm here it's all good okay <laughs> it's ironic because of what I'm going to talk about in the energy report um how I'm behaving at this moment so how did the cards go for you this week
0: oh well really great so mm-hmm. I mean still Right. this has just been such a deep like since we started the podcast I feel like the alchemy of us coming together mm. and the guidance and the fuck it diet yes. and you know like starting to really enter into this like deeper level of self-love and body positivity uh. it's just like so extreme, <laughs> yes, it really is. It's so extreme. So, yeah so it's uh. like a journey and it's so deep and it's really positive but oh, it okay. is like Oh, oh, and oh, you know what I want to talk about too is yeah. like manifesting like a deeper joy in manifesting this week because I read – I've read half of Excuse Me your Life. Oh, you have? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's exciting news. It's, it's really – I really <laughs> like it. It's. A, okay. I wanted to tell you it, I, or ask you, have you read Ask and It Is Given by Esther and Jerry Hicks?
1: No, but I have like watched a bunch of their videos and stuff. It's okay, similar, right?
0: Well, actually, she—I think she wrote this before *Askin It Is Given* came oh, out. Oh, she did. I think so. Yeah, oh. because I think she actually died in the early 2000s, and I think *Askin It Is Given* came out maybe 2004,
1: 2005. Oh. But I wrote, got this book new f- at Barnes and Noble before there was Amazon. I think at like, in like 2001. Yeah. yeah so she, but she's referencing the Abraham Hicks material oh, on okay.
0: tape so she's like actually oh. talking about the Abraham Hicks stuff which I have always loved as far as manifestation goes it's Me like too. so tuned in but I what I love is she is so human about it because the Abraham Hicks if you guys don't know the listeners this is like channeled material Esther. Hicks mm-hmm. channeled it. It's this non-physical being named Abraham who's never been physical, mm-hmm. who gives humans this information about manifesting. And it's uh not very human, you know, in
1: asking. What do you mean not very human? <laughs>
0: well, it's like I feel like you can sense that this information is coming from a being who has never been in the physical mm, realm. So it's not as relatable. But, and this I is see. like... Excuse me, your life <laughs> is nothing but relatable. She's so earthy. Yeah, she's very, like very telling, earthy.
1: Yeah.
0: Telling stories from her own life and telling stories of other people's lives that she's witnessed. And it's just like, I love integrating that Abraham Hicks information oh, okay. in this other way.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's really like, even though I don't think it's written very well, she. Um, it's really inspiring because of what you just said. Like, it's like, oh, real life examples. Like, I can relate to that. I felt that way. And then she's talking it through where, like, basically getting you over those humps of like, oh, this could never happen. Or when you fall into that, then it's like, no, no, you just, she's like a... Aggressive cheerleader in some ways. Yeah. And
0: it's engaging. I mean, I yeah. know what you mean. Like sometimes there are moments when her humanness is like mm. a little harsh. Like yeah. sometimes she's kind of judgmental, judgy and harsh, but, um, the experience of reading it is enjoyable. I'm really, oh, really looking it. Oh, that's yeah, so, great.
1: I'm so happy because yeah. that, and then you'll read about scripting and, or did you already get to that part? Or not yet. Oh, no. good. That'll be even that. more helpful when we script together.
0: Yeah. So that mm. and then. One more thing before I give you a turn for the, mm. oh, <laughs> for please, the second no. is um, I posted a video where I did mention like my experience with body positivity and changing my inner narrative and someone on my Facebook commented about a book called Beyond Beautiful. Have you heard of this book?
1: I have heard of it, but I haven't read it. I think I've...
0: I got it. I ordered it immediately. I saw that it's been endorsed by Caroline Dooner who oh, wrote The Fuck It Diet okay. and it's about beauty in our culture and i've only read the first chapter because there's all these integration things she wants you to take your time and integrate Uh. the experiences and in the first chapter she has you create like a a a visual for the voice in your head that criticizes your appearance Mm. and then to name the voice in your head and i like i just did this yesterday and mine is like this like gross kind of fratty guy who, <laughs> his, <laughs> who says mean things to me about my body oh and my God. his name that. is Chad. Oh my God. That's my <laughs> ex-husband's name. Oh, what? I didn't know you had an ex-husband. You maybe didn't? Did.
1: Maybe. We were married like a year. That's so – I think I we, I talked about it before when how I was saying how I – even though he was nice, I had to leave and literally nobody thought it was a good idea, including my therapist. <laughs> oh, good for you. And you did it anyway. I did it anyway. I had to. And then I met Brett like very soon after. Anyway, oh, um, great. that is hilarious. Yeah. Chad's a real <laughs> fratty
0: name, but it helps. It helps it so does. much when I'm like, I can be like, Oh, that's that voice and this yes, is me. And yes. that's rude. a rude voice. Yes. Like, why do, why would I give that
1: voice so much? attention. Yes. Yes. So much power. Yes. Yeah. I keep saying yes. Um, yes. Um, well, you know, one of the most life changing, I feel like I've done so many things from like this changed my life, but gestalt therapy, have you ever done that? I have not. I've heard a lot about it though.
0: Well, uh, actually I haven't. I've just heard the name a lot.
1: Yeah. I don't
0: know if I'm really clear exactly on what it is.
1: Well, it's amazing. And it's basically that, um, you, it's kind of like inner child work, too. It can be inner oh. child work. But for me, what I did at first with it was I embodied my mother. And because she was – that was before I really got her out of there, before I integrated my own voice. And so I would talk as my – like my mother talking to oh, me. yeah. And then you switch chairs. It's called chair work. Oh. And then you take in for a moment, you listen, like, what just happened. And it's the same experience. It's like, oh, my gosh, that is so mean. Why is that voice in my head? And just, like, having that separation for talking out loud to yourself and, like, embodying it, it's really powerful.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. it is so similar. And already I'm loving it. So I'm excited. I'm supposed to do, like, journaling with this for three days, like, write down what did the voice say, Uh. what triggered it, and then – how did I respond? Oh and then I don't know what's going to happen after that, but I'm excited.
1: <laughs> I need to get this book immediately. Yeah. Cause I yes. really am, I should mention there's this really great, I think you follow her after I told you Molly, Molly Kate Wellness, I think is her name on Instagram.
0: Okay. I don't, I haven't seen her post much.
1: If oh, Okay. So. Um, she's, uh, I actually talked to her in the beginning of this whole journey. Um, she's an intuitive eating coach and, oh. um, I just emailed her this week cause I was like, this is like the one last part where this body stuff, where I'm not loving my body, you know, and, um, she's super helpful. So we'll link to her cause she's really helpful, but basically she was like, it, it, uh, for me, I realized that it came down to just that it, this, it's just vanity for me at this point. Um, really, just like that we're bombarded with these images constantly yeah. that only thin is beautiful.
0: That's it. Images and stories. And that stories, there's nothing more like powerful mm. for the human mind.
1: What do you mean? What stories? Like,
0: Well, just all our lives, the story of that thin is beautiful. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. That that's yeah.
0: how you can be loved. That's yes. how you can be happy.
1: Yes. Yes. And yeah. people are miserable trying to get Ugh. thin. Most people.
0: Like that's yes. in the first chapter of Beyond Beauty. Mm. she's saying that and she's like and everyone's always like oh just love your body and she's like Ugh. but no one tells you how yeah and also no one really says well what is body positivity exactly and she's like this is i mean i just started it but i'm so excited because it seems oh, like she's gonna lay it out
1: that is exciting i can't wait to get it um yeah this is the other thing is like just following she mentioned this too like and I had already been doing this, but like basically filling my Instagram feed with more just like with larger oh, yeah. body, beautiful. I think we may have talked about that. So really, it's just that piece of reconditioning your mind. Mm-hmm. You know, we're watching this show called um, The Boys, which is um this superhero show where superheroes are bad. It's really interesting, actually, mm-hmm. where like superheroes are like celebrities in real life. And but they're like not good people even though they have these powers and everyone like thinks they're amazing but yeah but anyway I noticed because it's noticeable that all of the older actresses don't have work done they don't have and you know no shame if that's what you want to do but it's just like we don't usually see that or it's usually like one older woman who hasn't had Botox or whatever you know and all of them look in like show yes in this show oh. all have I mean there are of course like super thin people which is fine if that's your body I and again no shame yeah but um yeah it was just really nice to see like oh it's just amazing like how much our culture validates us or invalidates us even as like I think you and I are very <laughs> like aware people who work on themselves and work on loving yeah. them, but even still like where people are like we're just all human beings and that's a huge thing to have your culture be like no sorry that's not you you're ugly if you have wrinkles or are large yeah
0: yeah and it's and not only are you ugly but you can't be happy and no one's ever gonna look yeah yeah and so that's it it affects everybody it doesn't matter how much they weigh how old they are how like either way no matter what you're gonna be Afraid of looking yes. different than you do, or sad that you look like you look, or like everyone's going to criticize something about their body. It's not like, yeah, it's not just some people, it's every person.
1: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, so that's what you've been doing. This week? Yeah. So that's my update, my check-in. What about you? Um, so I will say that the commitment card definitely applies because <laughs> I've been very committed to myself. It's um, been real. I've been really going through it emotionally. As I started to say, I said, I'll save it for the cast, but, um, basically I did a trade yesterday with my friend that I do the work I do. We trade. Every week, at least, <laughs> and um, she so you do like intuitive counseling and or the energy work that you do, and then your yeah, does we care do or? no no we do, she actually used to be my teacher. Oh, you do the same thing. Yeah, okay. we do the exact okay. same thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. so she taught me 15 years ago or whatever it was, and um, she went to the school, and now I take like continuing ed at that school, too. But anyway, um, so she told me she was like, what you're going through now is really huge and really like she was validating me saying like it's really amazing that you're doing this like a lot of people would turn away from this kind of work but that I had chosen to come here to experience invalid part of the reason anyway to experience invalidation transmute it to validation and spread it to the world (laughs) oh I could see that oh it's so hard though because it's like I've really just been experiencing so much invalidation and Mm -hmm. it's not that anybody has purposefully made me feel this way it's just like sometimes it's unconscious people being unconscious but sometimes it's just like one thing she said was it's really you just throwing the invalidation almost like at a wall, like a person wasn't even doing anything. I just feel the invalidation. Right. And I know that's true consciously, but it's been like just a lot of work back to self-love. I mean, this self-compassion stuff that I've talked about every week has really made a huge difference because I normally I would be spiraling outwards. I think from this, it would just make me feel so bad. But I haven't done that, so I have an anchor of self-love I never had before, and um it's just a lot of big growth of just continuing to validate myself when I feel not important or not worthy or whatever it is, and really just um transmuting it.
0: So those feelings are coming up, and you feel like it's not any specific trigger, it's just...
1: Well, I'm telling – it's it's not a specific trigger. It's always about, like, feeling not good enough. It's weird. I have this weird thing, like, being an Aquarius and wanting community, and I always have, like – I do have really good supportive friends, but I – That community feeling, um, I've never really – or if I have it, it's in small doses. So I guess I'm not being very clear. But part of it is, like, not feeling part of a community, like, and invalidating myself as a result of that. Uh, You
0: know what? I identify with that. I think actually a lot of people do. Do Yeah. Don't you? I do. It's that feeling of, like, as these social creatures, which is what the – the diet culture and the appearance uh, story they prey on you know like we really want to be known and seen and respected and liked we want people to like us we want to be appreciated yeah. so I think we want that so much all of us that it scares us
1: mm-hmm. all the time
0: that like yeah. people don't deeply I mean I have that that it'll come up sometimes like oh what if my friends don't really like me <laughs> oh, have a nightmare no. oh. a nightmare about it oh. and I think I actually think a lot of people do, and it's just not something that everyone talks about because maybe they don't. They're afraid. Yeah. Like if I talk about that, then maybe people will validate. Yeah, we don't like you, or yeah, <laughs> or they'll go, or other people will be
1: like, "Oh, really? You have that? I never have that." Right. You right. Invalidate the experience. Yeah. 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 I think it's also just like sharing something with someone, and then just being met with like. Mm, not them not getting it. Kinda of like what you just said. Um, like I don't have that or you know, that kind of <laughs> thing. <laughs> and then feeling just like, uh, that makes you feel makes me feel really alone and then but the good thing is like normally I would just be like, Oh, there's something wrong with me that I still have issues. You know, Mm. and with this, but instead this time it's like, no, I'm not going to invalidate myself. Well, I've had ups and downs with it, but definitely a larger portion than I ever have. I've been able to be like, oh, I'm just going to get curious around this and observe it and love myself instead of invalidating myself that's been the dance it's like absorbing invalidation and then doing that and then absorbing it and then doing that so yeah and
0: transmuting it and look what we're doing right now like people listening might be like oh i have that and i haven't ever articulated it or i haven't known that other people have that as much you know Mm -hmm. so and that can make us all feel less alone because it is really weird i mean the fact that i'm a me and yeah. no one else is. <laughs> yeah. So I don't really know what yeah. other people are experiencing or what they're really thinking of me, just like everyone else. It's like we're all kind of like oh my gosh. built to it, feel worried about other, other people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, And then yeah. wanting love so much, wanting to give and receive love. And I mean, that's – for me, That's that's like the remedy that I focus on also every day is like just really thinking, okay – I don't know how much my brother really loves me. I can't ever really imagine anyone, you know, but I, I do know how much I love him. I know how much I love Ted, you know, how much I love solo. And then that's my cat. And then, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then, you know, you send that love and then I feel That's when I really feel like, Uh, oh, no, that love is there. You uh, know, when instead of worrying, Mm -hmm. I feel instead like I'm going to send it out
1: and And enjoy it, it, enjoy being
0: around these people I love or thinking of them, even if they're far away.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I was just reading in this other book that I was going to maybe do instead of an oracle card about how, you know, it's all an illusion that we're separate anyway. Right, right. And so that's not even really true. And the way to get past that is to truly appreciate, I actually just read this to my best friend, Anna Marco Polo, to really appreciate um the love that you have and yeah. then nurture that. Um And then also truly the self-love part about like giving, like truly giving yourself that love that you want from the outside. Because like if magically these people could be like, oh, I really love you. And I want you to be a part of everything. Like if every person said that to me, like, oh, no, like, it's my fault. (laughs) Or not even it's my fault. But just like, I'm really sorry for how I behaved. And I accept you and love you. And I want you to be in my life like those kind of like I don't you're not on the outside or whatever it is, Um, like to truly feel that for myself. Then that's really the gift. Because like, Why I shouldn't have to wait for somebody else to say that to me. You know, they don't have more power than I do.
0: And then even if they did, maybe you wouldn't be able to receive it unless you were in that space of love. Yes. Or, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was just
1: going to say it would be temporary. Like, oh, okay, this time. But then something else would set me off where I'd be like, wait a minute. Do they really love me? (laughs) You know, or whatever. You know, and of course this all comes from trauma growing up with a mother who like was constantly not withdrawing her love. You know, so... But yeah, so it would, unless I, because of that wound that happened in childhood, like that's why I really do have to give it to myself in a meaningful way where I really feel it, or you're right, it's, I won't believe it, or it's just going to happen again. Yeah, and I think that I like.
0: That reminder from that book that you were saying about we really aren't separate. And I think that's yes. where love, that's the function of love. That's like what love is, is when you connect with that. And mm, it's yeah. easier, I think, for me, often if I really need to shift into a more positive space, it's easier for me to focus on loving Ted mm. or loving Solo or loving my brother. And then, and then that can like that feeling of open heartedness and interconnection can help me also to yes, love
1: myself. That is nice. I think when I get in that space, though, so I feel so it's the invalidation is really, really strong. Yeah. I feel so unworthy. Like I feel yeah. like something's wrong with me. And so mm-hmm. that's why, like, I don't know. It's something about that for me that I have to give it to my, I have to heal it, like give it to myself deeply. But anyway, and, I'm just – And tuning thinking. into the divine helps me with that too, yes. like just asking for help mm-hmm. and feeling that,
0: that divine oneness and the light come through. But I know what you mean. Like I I feel often like – well, it comes up for me especially when I'm feeling vulnerable maybe about a book coming out or oh, just yes, when I feel really totally. exposed. Yes. I'll be like there's, – I'll feel like there's something wrong with me. And everyone else can see it, Yeah, I don't know
1: what it is. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's it. Yeah, and nobody wants me to be a part of them because mm-hmm. there's this – I'm a weirdo and there's something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, the other thing that really helped was there's a – I've talked about this before, the Sedona Method, and there's this oh, yeah. um, MP3 he has about disapproval, and it's basically about can you let go of this feeling of disapproval even for a mm-hmm. second? Mm-hmm. And then can you give yourself – approval, even just a little bit. So that was really healing too, because it's interesting we hold on to these. (laughs) We don't think we do, but like, I wouldn't have guessed I was holding on to this feeling of disapproval. But when you're trying to figure something out... Oh, oh! this was another thing. It's like sometimes we bring it into our energy space to figure it out. So it's like I was sitting there holding on to this invalidation to examine it, but that made me feel terrible because I had oh. invalidation in my field, you know? Yeah. So to let go of it, let it leave my field is actually solving the problem more than quote unquote figuring out why it's there.
0: Mm-hmm. I like sometimes the a thing I call the it over technique, which is like mm. imagining a bucket and just putting it all and all those feelings in the bucket That's and imagining nice. it like going up to the divine light yeah, transmuting and transforming. Or sometimes I think of it as like stepping up and out of a reality in my mind, mm. like I'm on this plane and there it is. There's all this invalidation and yeah. worry. And then I can like, just be like, that's there, but I don't have to live there. Like I can lift yes. my consciousness up and out and be on a different plane. I like that a
1: lot. That's also really good. I bet with manifesting, like to imagine your, like the place where you've, like say you want to manifest a house or something. You've always been at a certain level of what you could create. So just imagine yourself at a level what would it feel like to be at the vibrational level of someone who has a house that I that you love and so then you can like imagine yourself living in that reality. Yeah. That's nice. Stepping up and out. So you're not fighting it. You're just moving to a different level of it. Yeah, I like that. So that was that was the week. That was a check-in. Yeah, it's actually kind of funny because I have also – I've posted this on Instagram too. I've been noticing joy everywhere, like joy, Uh. like – that that's the message like it's really a time to feel this joy and yeah. um, I actually wrote about this in my newsletter and um, about how important and I'm going to send it out Monday probably. Oh okay um, <laughs> I missed it. That's yeah me. yeah no it's actually monthly and I'm late again but um to just like how important again like I've said this before from the stone Methods it he talks about the degree to which you resist anything is the degree to which you resist everything right. and so even with joy like the degree to which you to- prioritize joy is really to the degree to which you experience the whole spectrum of your emotions. You know, oh,
0: totally.
1: So, yeah.
0: Yeah. I saw that you posted about joy on Instagram and it was right after I had posted about joy. I on saw Instagram. you posted after I post. I was uh-huh. like, wow. We're it was really, like simultaneous. So Mine was like, inspired kind of by, excuse me, your life is waiting, oh. is that feeling joy, feeling good, you know, that that attracts positive energy, Oh, I po- that. attracts positive That's
1: conditions. That's really funny. All right. Well, that, that was our check-in. We need a check-in um sound effect. We do. <laughs> you know, I was listening to a podcast and they had like a board of sound effects that they could just touch. So maybe Ooh. we should look into that.
0: Yeah, I feel like you should run that though. Yeah. Okay. Great. If you I'm up when for we it. have that, <laughs> <laughs> you'll be better at
1: that. Than oh, I, am. I don't know about that, but it would be fun. That would bring me joy.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, it also someday if we have a studio mm-hmm. and we have like producers in the studio with us, mm-hmm. maybe Ted could do that. Ted would love that. Oh yeah, He'll that'd be adding, fun. But we probably won't ever live effects.
1: in the same place. Maybe. Well, who knows? Okay, move to Asheville. Or We're maybe we'll move there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So time for questions? Yes. Would you like me to read them? I would. They're kind of both for you, I feel, or like your expertise, maybe at least the feng shui one, but.
0: Okay. Hi, Tessa and Natasha. This is from Amy. Mm-hmm. I love your podcast. I have a question regarding feng shui. I am moving into a new home next month and there will be three spare bedrooms. Wow.
1: That's nice.
0: Um, Okay, so what she's – she moves on to ask where the bedrooms – what the bedrooms should be based on the bagua, which is the feng shui map of the home. Mm -hmm. And then she also says, also, any tips you can offer for cleansing or blessing a new home are appreciated. Mm -hmm. So so I – because it's so specific to her situation, I'm going to just generally talk about the bagua, the feng shui bagua and room placement. So I actually have a whole series on my website, the do-it-yourself feng shui series, where I can I walk you through creating your own bagua. So learning all the nine areas, life areas, where they are in your home. It's based on the front door. So if you don't already know, you can learn from going to my website, and I'll put a link in the show
1: notes. And life areas, you mean like Marriage, or love, health, whatever.
0: Yeah, so there's love and marriage, children and creativity, helpful people and travel, career, knowledge and self-cultivation, health and family, wealth and prosperity, fame and reputation, and center. So those are the nine life areas in the Bagua. So with room usage, if you have – if you have extra bedrooms and you're trying to decide what should be what, your bedroom, if you can, if it can be further back in the house, mm. that's like if you have to choose. I mean, there's not like – I don't want anyone to ever panic like, oh, no, the <laughs> only bedroom is in the front. It's like just – you just always work with what you have and let it be perfect and – um and then just make decisions, you know, based on what you're working with, like knowing the feng shui information then you just do the best you can in every situation. So if you can choose a, a, a room that's further back, especially if you have kids, like kids being closer to the front door mm-hmm. and then parents being closer to the back of the house, that's helps with um, – Authority. So oh. being further back, it's also true with offices, like further back from the front door is more authority. Oh. So it helps the kids feel comfortable. It helps the parents feel like their authority is more respected. And then if you are in a couple or if you would like to be in a couple and you have the option of having your bedroom be in the love and marriage corner, then that's perfect. Mm-hmm. That is what I recommend.
1: Is that how your house is?
0: Um. No, not exactly, no, but every room you can if your if your bedroom is not in the love and marriage, which mine is not because mm-hmm. it's there isn't a bedroom there. um every room has its own little miniature bagwa, oh right, so, mm-hmm. based on the front door, so you can enhance the love and marriage mm-hmm. corner of your living room of your whatever your bedroom may be, okay, so it's not like, oh no, we can't have the bedroom in the love and marriage. it's like we you should can get always... divorced <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's over, yeah. Yeah, you just, like, work with what you have. Mm-hmm. So um, so if you can, though, that's a great place because it's a really – that's the most receptive area of the home. And it's, mm. like, it's just the most um, sensual, the most – helps you open your heart the most. And mm. so it's great in a lot of ways for a bedroom. Um, an office, there are a lot of places, like, if you want one of your rooms to be an office, it could be really anywhere – Other Mm -hmm. than love and marriage. I mean, if it has to be in love and marriage, it's not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. But that could make it so that your primary relationship is with your work if you have your office in your love and marriage area. But there's really not another bad place. I mean, it's not bad, but it's just right. not ideal. <laughs> right, right. Is she, um, did she
1: ask? Oh, cause she's asking what to do with the other rooms.
0: Yeah. And, I and see. as far as guest rooms go, like some people, I always ask, like, how often do you have guests? Uh-huh. And usually people say, I mean, tops, it's usually like twice a year right. or something.
1: I used to have and, a friend that I swear to God had guests every week. And I was like, actually, how do you have so many friends? And some people why do. They? Yeah.
0: <laughs> And now that Ted and I live in the Rocky Mountains it does seem like oh, in the summer yeah. there we get a lot of visitors That's here. That's funny. <laughs> I know. So um but you know, however frequently you have guests, it's if you can have a room, it's it's good to have your rooms used, like if you can personally have a reason mm, to use yeah. them because it keeps the areas activated. So yeah. just having a room that's like a guest room and then you don't ever go in there for any reason, it's not, sometimes it could be ideal, but it um it's better if like maybe you want to have a creativity room, maybe you want to have a meditation room, a yoga room, mm-hmm. and then you can have a futon or like a pullout bed yeah. so that when you have guests, they can that's also a, have great a space idea. to idea. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and th- so just being aware, like if you you're like, okay, I know I want to have a meditation room, then if you have a spare bedroom in the knowledge and self cultivation area, that's the area associated with meditation. Oh, okay. Um, but health and family—that's health. You know, creativity and children; it, those can all be good places too.
1: Hmm. So, and if your house, this. Bagua, is that how you say it? Bagua, yes. bagua, is on a like rectangle, right, or no? It's a,
0: it can be it's a square. square or a
1: rectangle. Oh, okay, okay. And then f- if you have multiple levels, do you so just apply if, them if, to each level?
0: Well, it then it just moves straight up from whatever level the front door is. Oh, okay. So, on the level with the front door, if, you know, the fame and reputation area is in a certain place, whatever's directly above it or below it is also famous. Oh,
1: reputation. okay. Okay. All right. So did that answer her question?
0: Oh, and then oh, how to for bless for cleansing a... and blessing a new home. Yeah. So I have also a blog post, which I will oh. link about how to cleanse and bless a home. Mm-hmm. Um, I write about this a lot in the Good yeah. Energy book and Magical Housekeeping, but um, I like... Cleansing, moving the energy with sound. Yeah, so me clapping. Too. You could hit yeah. a pot. You could have a rattle.
1: I and like moving a in bell a, too. Like I have. Oh, a bell. Nice, yeah, like, bell that I use. Yeah. Or, yeah. Well,
0: bells. I like bells for like fine tuning oh, the energy. Oh, okay. But for I like unsticking, like oh. with clapping or hitting something, just making noise to unstick. Oh, okay. And I do that. I move through each room or area in a generally counterclockwise direction to mm. unwind. Okay. And then once I do that, then I like to use something like white sage or desert sage. Palo Santo works. Mm -hmm. You could do like frankincense incense Mm. or even mist with something if you don't want smoke in your house for any reason. Mm -hmm. And that's, again, moving in a counterclockwise direction through each room and area. Mm. And then blessing is moving in a clockwise direction.
1: Okay, Righty-tighty, lefty-loosey. Oh, that's so funny. Um, Can I mention <laughs> also corners? I always find to be yes. important. Yeah. To make yeah, sure because, you get those corners. Mm.
0: Yeah. Cause you think of energy, like it, it moves like water or air. So if you think of like a stream, a whirlpool of energy in your room, the corners are going to be where the stuff accumulates. Mm. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: energy can get stuck there. So especially when you're moving the Energy with sound, I find, is important for the corners.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. And also, like, above, I just, like, I don't know, I find, like, I feel them in the corners sometimes. Just, Mm -hmm. like, the stuckness. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Were you going to say something else?
0: Oh, just then, like, then the setting of the energy. So moving in a clockwise direction, maybe ringing the bell or a chime, Mm. maybe saying prayers or chanting. Mm. Just envisioning envisioning energy, the energy that you want to bring into the space. So you remove negative energy or stuck energy, mm-hmm. then you set the tone. Mm-hmm. Like feel love and then send it out in a sphere of light. That's
1: nice.
0: And then you can even imagine the sphere of light completely encompassing your house mm. and gently moving in a
1: clockwise direction just to screw it in. I like that. I would also say what I like to do is when you clear out the energy um, – Every like your every room in the house and the house itself has grounding cords. So to like just Mm, imagine sending it down to the earth and then bringing up that nice earth energy up after you sent it down. I actually do
0: that as part of my meditation almost every day. I imagine just like I do with my own energy. I do that with my house. I send a cord of lights. Like I imagine a giant tree completely encompassing it. Oh, that's nice. Sending like roots of light into the core of
1: the earth Ah. and then connecting it with the cosmos with the branches. That's nice. I like that. I like the feeling of a cord like, yeah, in the house. Just like, it really, it does Mm -hmm. anchor it. Yeah. So that's nice. You're a real expert on this. So also, Amy, go to her website and check out those things. Cause those, yeah,
0: and there's yeah. a search feature on the right of my website. So you could put in space clearing, you can put in feng shui, oh, bagua, mm. find any number of things on there. That's great.
1: The Hermione of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so what's our next quest? Okay, our next quest is... <laughs>
0: <laughs> um from sean and she said i think sean might be a he sean sh- yes or non-binary or he, he or, or she because Let's call them this. Okay. So Sean says, I was wondering if there is any practical magic that my fiance could practice to help him with his ADHD. I realize not all disorders can be helped with meditating and things of that sort if you have an actual chemical imbalance in your brain. But I know it could help aid along with other things like therapy or meds. He doesn't like meds. They make him feel groggy. So I bought him some magnesium supplements to help. Um, but I'm wondering if there's any magical practices he could do to help him learn coping methods or use as coping methods to help his mind stay more focused and maybe less forgetful. Got to stretch those brain muscles. Thank you guys so much. Much love and good vibes from your non-binary Good Vibe Tribe member and your Magic <laughs> Monday podcast loyal listener, Sean. <laughs>
1: So what do you have to say? Do you have something to say?
0: Yeah. You know what I'm tuning into for this is um, nature. Mm. So there's a book that I love that is, I haven't read it for so long, but it's called Healing Environments and it's by Carol Vanolia. And in it, she talks about how we evolved as a species to be outside Mm. and to see the light moving, to see the, Everything moving in the breeze, you know, the sun moving across the sky throughout the day. And so when we can bring nature indoors, that's what the book is about. How can you bring nature indoors to nourish you? But I'm thinking, like, if you can, um, you know, go outside – Every day, mm-hmm. maybe even sit on a patio, but take a walk outside, go on a hike, go camping. The mm-hmm. more you can be outside, the more your fiance can be outside or anyone that has ADHD. I feel like that would really help mm-hmm. um, the brain, help the brain. Mm.
1: Well, that is similar to what I was going to say, which actually goes into the energy report. So we'll do that in a second. But I was just going to say, I mean, I do have to say I'm such a believer in meds with things like this, too. But if they make him groggy, yeah, definitely don't do that. But magically speaking, because I'm not a doctor, um, I was going to say grounding cord, just like really yeah. getting to know his grounding cord. Yeah. So same thing, kind of the earth. But if he can't be in the – when he can't be in the earth to just like – ground it out and, and bring in grounding earth energy, which really does help slow things down. And then the other thing I was going to say was owning his space, like, because that's another way to have like, almost boundaries around the scattered thoughts, um, to own your space and, um, yeah, just really tuning into what is yours also kind of like gets you to the information that you need as opposed to all the extraneous information. So So, do you
0: mean like clearing clutter?
1: Um, I mean, energetic space. Oh, okay. Um, you mean, were you asking, do I mean clearing clutter in terms of owning your space? Is that what you mean? Oh yeah. Okay. So I'm talking about energetically. So I can teach a little thing here that, I do, that I learned, um, I actually just taught another client this, this week, but, um, so to own, first of all, it's really helpful to always, owning your space is also a really quick way to get boundaries. Like it's just like automatic boundaries. Um, yeah, even, yeah, it's pretty powerful. So from your, I, I thought I had talked about this before, but maybe not. Um, so from your crown chakra, which is at the top of your head, you can first imagine four energy cords at the top of your head and you you imagine them going to the top four quote unquote corners of your aura so your aura doesn't have corners but you know you can imagine and then also another four going to the bottom four so that and then just like imagine your aura around you so that really just gets you to um I keep Repeating myself, but owning your space. So a lot of people try to own energy in their space from the third chakra, which is that's all about control and will, oh, and yeah. so that's not a healthy place to own because yeah. then you're trying to insert. But this is really like from your highest possible place. So it's really getting your highest information and bringing it in, and just like how do I say this? Just having, basically, having seniority over your energy space.
0: Oh, yeah, I really like that. And yeah. then it's like that constant nourishment too, that we yes. feel when we connect with the cosmos and the earth.
1: Yes. And then, and then also with the grounding cord too, to do that, which mm-hmm. I'll get into further in the energy report. But, um, and then so also what you can do is you can own anything. You can, on top of owning your space, then you can own a room. You can even own like a project.
0: Mm. You can
1: own, um, re- you don't own people, <laughs> but just like mostly it's i guess it's spaces and projects or even like your feelings like or you can own your chakras like to just like know um oh I'm here, this is mine, and it kind of just like gets things organized, so especially if you have a d h d it's a really nice way energetically, magically of organizing. So you can do the same thing in a room, like I actually usually always do, and I didn't do it today, so I'll quickly do it now. But like, same thing, you can do four corners to the four corners of the room. I mean, four chords up and bottom. And, oh. and that way, like, it's just, you, yeah, like, if you're going to go, um, I don't know, speak, like, when you speak, you, yeah. you can actually, you can own your space, you can own the room, and then you can also own, just the um whole experience of it like ahead of time just like i'm gonna imagine the courts going to the event or whatever it is oh i
0: love that yeah. and i love that seems like that would be really helpful with boundaries
1: also well it totally is because yeah it yeah. just like brings your boundaries like and also it's a really nice way to because a lot of times when people feel fearful they own from the third because that they want to control the situation as i already said but just like it really comes up like um unconsciously without even realizing it, your third will just get activated and you'll want to cord it, whatever it is. So,
0: so that's in case you don't know, that's the solar plexus oh, area, it's like your yeah. upper belly. So yeah. I definitely have had that experience where it's like, it creates a really uncomfortable feeling.
1: But yes, you know,
0: third chakra is out of balance. You're trying to control things that you can't control. Yes. Yes. And, and you're like sending all this energy from yourself instead of tapping into the cosmos and the earth where you can be consistently nourished with
1: energy and inspiration yes yeah so that's my recommendation nice yeah and that was our that was our uh,
0: the, our last one right yeah so if you have questions send them to oh, magic monday
1: podcast at gmail.com yes we love to answer them um okay so then it's time for the energy report okay yay um okay so as i said i was have noticed this week it's funny because i did think with august being august and you know we're in leo season and everything's like so much brighter and um there was there has been tell of easiness (laughs) Like an easier time because June and July have oh, been really, yes, really yes. hard on a lot of people. Yes. Um, and it's a really good time for manifesting stuff like that. But, um, I've noticed that a lot of people have a lot of anxiety actually. I mm-hmm. haven't noticed quite gotten to the freedom of August of Leo season yet or August. Um, so what I was going to talk about was just getting, I'm surprised how many people aren't really aware of their grounding cords. Um, I just heard a door you'll just listeners will have to be aware of the you know the many noises in this house um (laughs) animals and childs um okay so um the ground your grounding cord for those who don't know it fits into it's like attached to your first chakra which is at the base of your spine which is about survival and your body and health and that kind of thing and um I don't know if you have more to say about that, but that's the basic. Yeah, just we can bare go with bones that for now. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and so that goes. The grounding cord goes from there, and I like to say I've said it here before. It goes to the center of the earth to a place with your name on it, and you can picture it like light. You can picture it like you can picture it however you want, actually. Um, but it's a nice way to like release energy that doesn't work for you, and then bring up energy from the earth that does. And so when people are having a lot of anxiety, it's really nice to open the feet chakras and allow the earth to come in there, up earth energy to come up your feet, down, up your legs, down the grounding cord. And one thing I was thinking about was just like, um, I've been exploring the grounding cord more, especially um, when I'm anxious and realizing, like, we do keep a lot of stuff in our grounding cord. Like, I see it as pictures and stuff. That's how I was taught to look at it. But also, you can just kind of sense, like, is somebody in my grounding cord? What's going on in my grounding cord? Um, do I have a free flow thing happening here? Um, and also, people oftentimes ground through you or you can ground through people. Oh, so it's a lot, I mean, I would say, test, no doubt really looking at you, but energetically, but because you have like, you talk to a lot of people with your group, a lot of people do want to ground through you because- Oh, interesting. Okay. They think that you have um, maybe more, inf- I mean, you do, you are the Hermione of our world. So <laughs> you do have a lot of information, but sometimes people like to ground through People that they respect or, you know. Oh,
0: I haven't really thought of it that way before. Mm-hmm. Or in relationships, does that
1: happen too? That can definitely happen. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Like with kids, one of my kids grounds through me, the other one doesn't. The other one's mm. happy with their grounded corn. Um, but one really would love to merge with me in every way. So. I have to clear them out of my grounding cord, um, quite a bit, almost daily. Um, so <laughs> let them know they have their own and it's good. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to think like what to, so basically you can tune into your intuition and just say like, am I check in? Like, where is my grounding cord? Is it going straight into the earth? Like, is it a straight channel or is it leaning a little to the, the front or the back. Um, That can mean you're in the, pa- you're like thinking of the past a lot or the future. So just to say like, hello to present time, really feeling it in the center. Um Or if it's going to the left or the right think like that usually means like you're trying to either someone's trying to get you to ground through them or you are grounding through them. So just to call back, like check in with your intuition and just call in and say like, Oh, where am I grounding through someone? And then if so, just call it back, call your grounding cord back. Um And I guess, you know, I'm trying to think of a way other than the complicated way I do it, but just kind of like imagine, um like even with, I use roses, so gold roses. So like a sticky rose, you can just like um, move it up and down the cord and then take it outside of your aura and blow it up. And then send their energy back to them and call your energy back to you. And just. So you're saying like envision removing a gold rose from your. Imagine from that your... you're putting a gold rose into the cord and, okay. and up and down, just kind of like sticky tape, like putting it up and down your cord, any energy that's not yours, just sticky tape it up. And you can do this everywhere, like through your aura too. And then. Just like imagine that you don't even have to see anything or feel anything. You can just have the intention.
0: So you put it into your cord and then you pull it out. And then you take it out. Yeah. Okay. So it's like a lint brush kind of like you yeah. yeah. pulling it out. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like a lint brush. And then you put it outside your aura. Make sure to put it outside of your aura, which is about three feet around you, 18 to three feet, and then blow it up. And any energy uh, that's not yours goes back to them. And any okay. that's yours comes to you. And, um, yeah, so then just tuning in with that and you can ask yourself all kinds of questions, whatever comes up, just trust your intuition. But I think it's good to start with, is anybody in there? and yeah
0: and yeah. that's best for everybody so it's like yeah. it's not doing anyone any favors if you have someone grounding through you no. and then when you let go it goes naturally back to them and that supports them even better
1: yeah just and in if, case
0: anyone has any guilt about that oh
1: yeah yeah and if you have any resistance to it just be aware of it like resistance to leaving to not grounding or whatever just kind of be aware of it and let yourself feel that and then just ask you know i have the intention to ground in present time because as me, me, for me being like a real airy person, I, I still even have resistance to fully grounding because I have the picture that I won't have as much access to my like spiritual information if I'm grounded, Mm -hmm. but actually your spirit wants to be in your body and you're, Mm -hmm. you, and I have more information and I feel more, the anxiety goes away when I'm fully in my body. Mm-hmm. So I still have stuff that I have to clear out about that. Um, but yeah, that's the basic idea and make sure at present time. And also you can do this when you travel too. like you're taking yourself somewhere else, but your ground core may still be at home. So you may want to just mm-hmm. say like wherever you go, like say you're wherever you're going. If I went to Colorado, I'd say like hello to my grounding core present time in Colorado but now i'm in
0: yeah i love this and i think of grounding too i think a lot of people think of it as just you know rooting down which it is that but it's also like grounding electricity Mm. and so that's what you're talking about with the anxiety i could see that with we have all this energy for manifesting right now all this positivity and all that energy when it's not grounded then like you know an ungrounded ungrounded electricity, it can create, and when that's in our body, that can create a feeling of anxiousness.
1: I also think it's part of all this leftover stuff from June and July. And so it's like people cleared a lot of stuff out, or they're looking at a lot of stuff, but then it's kind of hanging around. Or like we have all this
0: newly transmuted energy to work with, integrating that. Like, oh, now I have all this extra power. Like, now I have to learn to master that and and incorporate it. Yes,
1: yes. So it's always great to check in with it.
0: I can totally feel that now that you're saying that because I, like – I, every once in a while, we'll start feeling like coffee's too much. Like I don't normally drink too much coffee, but I have like one cup in the morning. But lately I've been like feeling kind of like that clenchy feeling. And I think that's probably why, like just all this energy. So I've just recently switched to tea again.
1: Yeah, I can't have, I can't handle coffee, literally any of it. I get so mm. anxious. I don't Yeah, drink. it does I, yeah.
0: contribute to that feeling for sure.
1: I wish I could people talk about coffee like it's like heaven and I really wish I experienced that. <laughs>
0: I go through phases where I love it and oh. it's so great and then where I'm like okay, I have to take a break. My body's like no, can't just do it straight through. Yeah.
1: Um okay, well that was the energy report. Loved it. Okay. And now it's time for a
0: practical magic. So this week is the Aquarius full moon. Oh, yeah. So you're going to feel extra oh, power. Extra. And yeah. And that is on Thursday, the 15th, but it's the morning of Thursday, the 15th. So oh, okay. full moon in effect Wednesday night and also Thursday. And also. In the Good Vibe Tribe, last Tuesday, last week, um, I, w- I felt motivated to do a ritual, a meditation with the goddess Pomona, mm. who is the Roman goddess of uh, orchard fruit, mm. sweetness, abundance, and orchards. And then I saw, when I looked her up, that her feast day was August 13th, so oh. that's Tuesday. So... Um, so Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday for your Practical Magic assignment this week, get some orchard fruit that's in season. I think it's a little early for apples still. Yeah. Not apples get really good in September and October, but mm-hmm. for now, maybe the apricot, peach, mm. maybe grapes, something that, um, I know that's not an orchard technically, it's a vineyard, but mm. they'll work. Mm-hmm. Choose some sweet, delicious fruit and empower it, hold it in bright sunlight for a minute or two, and then hold it in bright moonlight at night for a minute or two, feel it, sense it absorbing the energy of the sun, absorbing the energy of the moon. You could call on the goddess Pomona, empower it, envision it, fill it. Hold it in your hands and imagine filling it with the light, golden light of abundance and success, sweetness, Mm. and then eat it Mm. to internalize the magic. So this is a powerful abundance ritual. Oh, wow. That's great. And health, vitality, and just like enjoying too the sweetness. It's like this is still like we talked about last week the Lunasa portal, which is the harvest, the first fruits right. for fruits and grains harvest. So at this stage in the year, we're getting close to fall, which is my favorite. Me so many too. people's favorite. So great. But we have done a lot this year. So to enjoy the fruit also with like celebrating yourself celebrating how hard you work celebrating how far you've come in so many areas Mm -hmm. and also just savoring the sweetness of life just taking a moment to and you can also marvel at the magic of that fruit existing yeah i mean the light the water the earth the people who brought it to you who grew it who sold it to you like and then i mean Just the fact that it exists at all (laughs) genetically is an amazing thing. So this is a really powerful, very simple, a really powerful ritual
1: that matches the energies of this week. That's really great. We really do. It's so easy to take things for granted. Just like, oh, I have fruit on my table, you know. I know. But it's like it really is magical. It's amazing. We get to eat it and, yeah, that it exists. Yeah. Yeah. It's like – uh, Who was it? Einstein who said, "You can look at life as though everything is a miracle, or as though nothing is a miracle." I love
0: that quote. Yeah, yeah. is it Einstein? I don't know, I think but
1: it I is. do love that quote. Yeah, so I love that. All right, so now I guess we should do our biz, our business. Time for the biz. So you can find me at highestlighthealing dot com. You can sign up for my newsletter, which. Well, I guess um, you're listening Monday. It probably went out today. Too late. (laughs) You missed it. I may maybe not. I may delay it till Tuesday. Who knows? Um, But but still, they come out once a month, Um, and they're really great. Oh, thank you. Maybe I should. I I might do it more. Anyway, I think I say that every time.
0: Yeah, do once a week.
1: Uh, I'm worried about. We can talk about that later. Okay. Um anyway, and then you can find me on Instagram at Highest Light Healing. And you might as well follow me if you're following (laughs) I feel like I sound bitter when I say that. You (laughs) might as well (laughs) if you're following Magic Monday, what's your problem? No, I don't Just head over and follow Natasha. Her (laughs) Instagram handle is in the bio. Yeah, Highest Light Healing. Um and oh yeah, and you can follow us at Magic Monday Podcast on Instagram. Is mm-hmm. it Magic Monday Podcast? Sorry. Every mm-hmm. time I'm like, is that it? And um also you can email us, magicmondaypodcast at gmail.com if you have
0: questions. And where can yep. we
1: find you?
0: You can find me at tesswhitehurst.com. That's also where you can find the show notes and all the episodes of Magic Monday Podcast. And you can find me on Instagram at tess4444. On Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, and YouTube at Tess Whitehurst. And if you go to my website and you click on the Good Vibe Tribe Online School of Magical Arts, you can try a month for
1: free. And you should. Yes. We have live
0: (laughs) web chats. We have online workshops.
1: A really great Facebook group. So you might as well give it a try. Yeah. And also please, if you will, if you haven't already, um, rate us five stars and write a review or just rate the five stars. We appreciate all of it. Yeah. We Anna, really do though. I mean, we, we, we love so these. Do. We read them and get excited about it. So thank yeah. you for everyone who's done that.
0: And the reviews and ratings have really helped because we've been charting. Yeah, like oh we've my been gosh. this week. we at number eighty three, I think, yeah. in spiritual podcasts in the United States. So It's so amazing. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so grateful. It's
1: really amazing. Um, all right. So shall we? So this week we usually pick cards for the week. I decided to just um, what do you call it? Tess?
0: bibliomancy.
1: Yeah, I just is that a verb or a noun? <laughs> It's a noun. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> it means, it means like, um, oracle reading with a book.
1: Oh, okay. Like opening yeah. a book to a page. Yeah. So that's what I decided to do. I couldn't decide which book. I think, why don't you, um, well, do you want to go first? I
0: sure, whatever you prefer.
1: Okay. Well, I was going to do it from personal power through awareness, which is a guidebook for sensitive people by Sinea Roman who channels Oren, and it's one of my She's like my favorite author of self. What do we call it? Self help. Sure, metaphysics, new age. Yeah, and then there's another book, but I think I'll I think I'll do it from this one today. So okay. you pick a card, yummy, or yeah, and then I'll do this while you're doing that. Yeah, okay. So this is from I'm doing a
0: tarot deck again this week.
1: Oh, you are.
0: I am. That's and exciting. It's from the Witch's Tarot oh. by my dear friend Ellen Dugan. I love this deck. Ellen's is a great. Yeah, this is a oh, great so deck for nice. anyone who wants to learn the tarot. This is the deck that finally helped me understand tarot. Oh, okay. So. Oh. oh, no. Oh, shit. Oh, we no. Got- <laughs> oh, no. We- no, the this is good. It's the tower. Mm-hmm. Yep, we got the tower, you guys. So this week. <laughs> Stuff is changing in a major way. This is like major transformation. Yeah. Surrender to it. It's complete and total transformation. Yeah,
1: everything falls and, apart to be re- and
0: to be rebuilt. Right. And it's stuff that's ready to fall apart. So let that mm-hmm. you know, if I like the tower because I like when that's a way of interpreting chaos in the best possible way. And it doesn't it's not it doesn't have to be chaos no. either. It's not always chaos. Yeah. Sometimes it's just like, whoa, I am so over yeah. speaking unkindly to myself. Like I'm yes. so done. Yes. Like And so it's it's purification. It's like ultimate yeah. purification. If you think of the purification of like a really hot fire that completely decimates everything, yes. it's like that. And and we're talking about it's It's gonna be the stuff that's ready to go. So it's not like you have to be, be afraid of this. Right.
1: Yeah. Like, like when you, when they destroy an old house that's like decrepit and ready to fall apart. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, it's ironic. I mean, this really goes, this is like a nice little, um, uh, what do I want to say? Just like, Co- therapy, therapeutic answer to the tower. So this says, thank those situ- situations in your life that seem difficult or painful. Mm. Know that they are opportunities to reach a deeper truth. Not a truth that will separate you, bring you anger, justify your feelings of separation, or make the other person wrong and you right or vice versa, but a truth that will allow you to connect at a deeper level. Um, I'm just going to read one more paragraph. And I like that though cuz it really goes with like okay, if things do fall apart, thank it. I keep, yeah. I always forget to do that and I love when I hear that message about like oh, gratitude for this cuz it just knowing it's for your highest and best. Yeah. Um, To raise your energy higher, which is what you were talking about before, go inward and ask if you are withholding from yourself the truth of what you feel or think about – oh, this is talking about another person. Um, If you do not let yourself recognize the truth, you will have another person and another – you will have another person and another sent your way until you do get in touch with your deepest truth. That's so crazy. That's just what I was talking about earlier about – you know, if I don't give myself that love and deal with it, then it's just going to happen again.
0: Well, yeah, and that we keep getting opportunity. We'll we'll get the opportunity to grow and learn over and over until we learn
1: it. Yes, exactly. Which is great. Yes, it is you great. Know? it's so funny this whole thing is just exactly talking about what I was talking about because uh-huh. it was just yeah. saying you may have always wanted affection and nurturing from someone and then you get into that where you don't get it fulfilled and your deepest truth is that you do need this until you get in touch with your truth and act upon it well you will continue to experience pain so this is great let's thank our truths I think i this week I will remember that you picked the tower.
0: <laughs> yeah and think we can think about <laughs> we can think about the full moon too, so the full moon oh, yeah. is early Thursday morning, and after the full moon that's like a dissipating energy, so energy grows, reaches the peak at the full moon, and then it dissipates, so we can work with that consciously, like letting go of the any conditions that are ready to go, transmuting them, healing them. Just saying goodbye to them as the moon wanes after yes. Thursday morning. Yeah, I
1: like that. All right, everyone. We'll have a nice, gentle time with yourself this week. And we send you lots of love. And thanks for listening. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. It's like a aggressive cheerleader in some ways.